He would cook the shlamim or overcook it. The kohen would then take the front leg of the shlamim ram, one matzah from the basket and one matzah wafer, and put them onto the nazir's palms and wave them. When that is done, the nazir may drink wine and become tummy to mason. Rabbi Shimon says as soon as the blood of one of the kabbanis is offered on the mizbech, the nazir already at that point becomes mutter to drink wine and become tummy to mason. Zachtigamar Brisa says the pasuk says v'achar yishte hanazir yain. Rabbi Yehuda says this means that after the entire process is done, then he can drink wine, which is the sheet of the Tanakam of our Mishnah. Say even after one thing, meaning the offering of one of the bloods is done, you can already drink wine. The nazir is over. Meaning that Ham is like the shita of Rabbi Shimon in our Mishnah. Mar explained that the view of the Rabbanon is based on the Gzeir Shava Psukim. Here the pasuk says Ve'achar Yishta Hanazar Yain, and earlier, an earlier pasuk says Achar His Galchoyas Nizray. Just as over there it refers to doing it after one thing, the same over here it refers to doing it after one thing already becomes mutter. The, the, the bringing of one blood already brings it. It makes him mutter to drink wine. Zakdimar Rav said the waving required of the Nazar is essential to remove his Nazir's restrictions. Zakdimar, who is it said according to? It can't be according to the Rabbanon because they say that the restrictions are lifted even before the shaving of the hair. So if it was said according to Beliezer, and this would be obvious because he says the entire process has to be done before the restrictions are lifted. So who does Rav say this according to? The Mar says we would think that since regarding other Karbanas, the waving processes are never essential, so maybe it should not be essential over here either, even according to Beliezer. He therefore teaches that regarding Nazir, it is essential according to to Rabbi Eliezer. Bryce says, the Pasuk of Zois Toiras HaNazir teaches that the same halachas apply to another with palms and another and, and to another who does not have any palms. This would seem to teach that the waving process is not essential. Emphitigamar does not mean to compare the two, as we see a brisa uh, that says Zois Toiras HaNazir applies to another who has hair and another who is completely bald. Would that mean that shaving the hair is not essential? Of course not. A brisa even says that a bald Nazir coin to Beishami can never have his restrictions lifted because he can never shave his hair. While Basil will say that he passes a razor over his head and then he becomes released. But we see that it's essential. The same would be, it could be the explanation of the first brisa that even a Nazir with no palms must do the waving by using the arms that he has left or whatever it is, etc. But it definitely cannot prove that it's not essential. Versus another version of this previous Gemara asks like this, who did Rav say is a statement according to? According to Beliezer, this would be obvious because he has to wait till after the entire process. According to the Rabbanon, the Chayur would not be essential. So for the Gemara, the Gemara says that even according to the Rabbanon, the waving must be essential because the Brisa compares another Nazir with palms to another without palms, which teaches that waving is essential in all cases. In fact, the Gemara, a Brisa compares a bold Nazir to a Nazir with here. A Brisa explains that Basil would require a, na- a razor to be passed over his head. We see that actual shaving is not essential. So why would waving be essential? essential. Rabbi Oven said, Basil will mean that he has to pass the razor over his head and shave off here, and since he cannot, because the guy doesn't have any hair, he can never be released from his restrictions because shaving is essential. Similarly, the earlier Bryce could also mean that waving is essential. That's how, the, according to this version, that's how the Gemara Shachavataria goes. Zakt, the next Mishnah. If he shaved his head after offering the first carbon, it was found to be a puzzle carbon. His shaving is puzzle as well, and his carbonus do not count towards his obligation. If he shaved after the chatas, and the chatas was offered with intent for another carbon, but his other carbonus were then brought with proper intent, his shaving is vital puzzle, and the carbonus do not count for his obligation, because the carbon that's brought to is puzzle. Zakt, the Mishnah Vaita. If he shaved after the oil or the shlom that were brought not for their own sake, and the other carbonus were then brought for their own sake, his shaving is puzzle, 
because the carbon that he brought, even though it's not, it can still go on his back, but it doesn't count for him. And therefore, uh, his shaving doesn't count based on that carbon. So shaving is possible, but the other carbonists and, and the other carbonists do not count for his obligation. Rashimin says the carbon brought not for its own sake is possible, but the other carbonists do count for his obligation. Zuck the Mishnah, if he shaved after bringing all three carbonists and one of them was turned out to be that it was a kosher or carbon, even if the other two were not, the shaving is valid and the carbonists that were puzzled need to be brought again. Zok Digamar Ravadabarahava said, from the Mishnah we see that Rav Shimon holds that if a Nazir shaves his head after bringing a voluntary Shlomim, he has fulfilled his shaving obligation, although he would have, although he would have to bring another Shlomim for the sake of his Naziris. This is based on the Pasuk that says that he's to put the hair on the fire beneath the pot of the Zevach Shlomim. It doesn't say Zevach Shlomov, his Shlomim, Shlomim. As long as he brings a Shlomim, even if it's not the one that will fulfill his obligation for the Naziris, it's enough, and therefore the, the shaving of the hair based upon that carbon would be a valid shaving of the here.